hello, everybody. It's Tracy here with the Lincoln Law Pod on so many shows.com. Got my co host here with me, Judge Jay. What's going on? Guilty. Well- <laughs> Guilty. Welcome back, Judge Jay. It's Lincoln Lawyer time again. Are you excited? I am. It's about time. It took long <laughs> enough, right? <laughs> so we have five episodes now. So episodes one through five are available, but then we have to wait until August 3rd for the second half, episodes six through 10. But I'll take what I can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like waiting, but I guess <laughs> what choice do I have? I don't really like the waiting, but I like spreading it out. It makes the hype last longer and the excitement and. No, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. I want it all like last week. Okay. All right. If if we've learned anything from this podcast is that we don't always agree. So, hey, we're we're right on schedule. Right on schedule. Almost like we know what we're doing. Almost. Um, We have an email. For you guys to reach out to us, we'd love to hear from listeners on a variety of things. We'd like to hear what you want from the podcast. If there's things you like, if there's things you don't like, please let us know. If there's something you want more of, let us know. And as we work our way through the first five episodes of season two, we definitely want your feedback on the episodes. What you think? Do you have any outstanding questions? Are there things that you particularly liked or that you're curious about? We want to hear from you all. So, drum roll. I don't have one of those. <laughs> what is our email? Not guilty at so many shows.com. Not you guilty. Gotta, you got to spell it out, not like the license plate, which is abbreviated. Correct. It's so, the actual not guilty. N O T G U I L T Y at so many shows.com. Okay. So, use that email. We're going to be watching it. We want to hear from you all. And that's a new thing for this season. We didn't we didn't have that last season. So let's take advantage of it. All right. I do have a game for you, Jay, but I think we'll do that at the end. Okay. That works for you. Do I win okay. lots of prizes? Um, you can get win lots of self-esteem if you do well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and lots of none if I don't. Okay, great. Great. It, it's all up to you how you want to want to handle it. And what I, I was thinking too, that's another thing that we can use the email for. If any of you guys like to play games, we would love to have some other participants join us on the podcast for some games. The more, the merrier. And Jay, I know, loves some good competition. That is true. Bring it on. That is true. So you can also use not guilty at so many shows.com to let us know if you want to join in on some podcast games. All right, let's get right into it. We're about six months later from the end of season one. How do we know that? We learned it from the showrunners in our interview with Ted Humphrey and Dalen Rodriguez. So yes, go back and listen to that on the podcast if you have not already. It gives you some great information about season two. Uh, it's not spoilery, so if you haven't watched, you know, all the first five episodes yet or anything, no worries. But it's always great to hear from them. So um, that is one thing that they shared with me when I spoke with them that we pick up in the story about six months later. So, Jay, start us off. What do we see first? I see a fight. <laughs> yes. A big old nasty, ugly little fight. Yeah. In a parking garage. In a parking garage. Yeah. They had a lot of fun with that in the trailer, the, the parking garage again. So, yeah, this appears to be kind of a flash forward because we don't see anything else about it yeah. in the rest of the first episode. We're like, what's up? 
were worried for Mickey and he's got the nice face and they were hitting him in the face. That's not good. So it would it be would it be good if he didn't have a nice face? What what are you trying to say, Tracy? No, it would never be good to get wow. hit in the face. Wow. But you especially don't want to mess up that face. So, you know. All right. So he has a fight in the parking garage. We don't know who these guys are. We don't know what's going on. And then we just shift gears to him being just Mr. Golden Boy, I yeah. guess. Yeah. He's the he's the, the man. The, the lawyer of the day is in magazines. He's getting an article in the LA Times. We've, he's got a photographer at his home doing a photo shoot. And pause. Jay, who's taking those photos? Oh, my gosh, man. I saw him and I said, <laughs> no, this cannot be who I think it is. And I'm not even using his real name because if you listen to our other podcasts, you'll know him as Sneezy. That's right. I can't Sneezy. even believe it. What? Sneezy has leveled up. Sneezy has turned over a leaf. This yep. is the crossover we've been looking for from Bosch <laughs> right. to the Lincoln lawyer. Wow. Yeah, we don't know the photographer's name, but if you are a Conley fan who also watches the Bosch series and listens to our podcast about Bosch, the Everybody Counts podcast, we did an interview with Kurt, who plays Sneezy. And had a great conversation with him, learned a lot. And and we were just, we were so enamored with that character. It was a small part in one episode, but he really made an impression on him. And the funny thing is, Jay, if you go back to that interview, we did talk about, didn't we talk about what if you ended up getting a part on the Lincoln lawyer and, you know, Sneezy becomes a lawyer or something like that. Yeah, I wanted to go back and listen to it because yeah. I thought we had said something, but I was not sure. And that uh, really like what a perfect photographer. I knew I it. I knew that guy was going to, you know, find good in the world and and uh, be on the right side of the law. Yep. Yep. I, I'm so happy for Sneezy. And yes, granted that he's not playing the same character we know that guys we know that but it's fun to think about that in our head but um yeah he went from you know in that other character with Sneezy, the beanie and the straggly hair and the attitude and then you've got this yeah, just really great good. new hairdo yeah, yeah nice Pro wardrobe yeah mm -hmm. yeah so that that definitely caught my eye right away distracted me a little from mickey actually because i was like there's kurt sneezy yep. photographer but yes so, but even while Mickey's getting the, this, having this photo shoot, he gets interrupted, you know, with phone calls. He's just always juggling, you know, so busy guy. Let's try to catch up with everybody. Kind of what's, what's going on. Obviously the, you know, getting the acquittal for Trevor Elliott has been good for business as, as Lorna shares. Yeah. He's big deal firm now. Big deal mm -hmm. lawyer. Yeah. Big name, trusted name. Lookout name. Yeah, no. Yep. Something They're, something for everyone now. Renovations to the office. Yep. Things Looking look bigger good. and brighter. Um, yeah. So good things appear to be coming Mickey's way. We catch up with Lorna. She is in law school. She did enroll again. So yep, she's getting it done. She's burning the candle at both ends, trying to plan a wedding. She's got that going on. And, uh, you know, we learned as you, I mean, you can figure this out, you know, on your own, but the showrunners did, you know, make a point of saying, Hey, Lorna's going to be able to help him more in the courtroom on the sidelines. You, she is going to be able to do even more now that she's, you know, fully, um, in law school and working on that. So 
big caseload. She answers the phone repeatedly. Law offices, please hold. Law offices, please hold. Hopefully she'll get to all those calls. But he's got a new client. You know, Mickey has all those sort of, I don't know, how would you describe them, Jay? That, you know, it, it only, he usually gets them out of it pretty quickly. It's not the doesn't things that don't go to trial. What would you call yeah, those cases? I don't, I don't want to say they're easier cases, but quicker to close type cases. Like, yeah. you know, not yeah. a whole lot of effort. Get a decent defense going and, and get it done before you got to go through the whole rigmarole of a six month trial. Yeah. Yeah. So we met like last year, we met Terrell Coleman, Kim Wagstaff. I cannot remember the name of the guy that was the vet. That was the computer guy that was doing the fake donations. I got to oh, look that geez. back up. Yeah. He was great. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's, he's had a variety of these clients that again, aren't going to trial, but maybe either repeat offenders or whether they're guilty or not. I, I don't know, but they come in and out of Mickey's life. So it seems like we're going to, you know, see some of these folks again. So th this Russell Lawson kind of gives me that vibe because he you know, goes, he meets him in lockup. He's kind of jittery, nervous. I, well, how would you describe nerdy? Maybe he's a wimp. <laughs> he's a wimp. <laughs> well, he's really nervous about, um, about the idea of um, having to spend the night in jail. I think his arraignment's maybe the next day. Yeah, two days. Two days, I think. Two, is it two had, days? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, two days. Yeah. And Good. So he... he deserved it. All <laughs> whining and crying in jail. Listen, if you're going to do the crime, you better be ready to do that time. Do that time. So Mickey, um, he, he uses the idea of him working in finance and debt recovery. And he's like, oh, you probably have to, you know, kind of use a poker face. Do that now. Use that now. Just like you're playing a role, you know, and we'll, we'll get you through this. So we might as well just kind of walk through this, this arraignment. Cisco gets some information. We've, he, he's able to get photos. This guy is accused of breaking into someone's home and passed out on the couch but no pants. It's a it's a pantsless offense. So, <laughs> is that like a secondary uh, misdemeanor? I'm not, I don't, not I don't sure know how what, that works. How you categorize that? But yeah, it, beyond that, didn't you know? It's not being accused of any harm beyond that. But Cisco brings these photos. This guy's house is right next to the house that he supposedly broke into. They're saying he broke into it. He's saying he just sort of stumbled into it and, you know, maybe he thought he forgot his keys and found his way in because he had been drinking. So he'd been at a bar. His friend didn't show up. He continued to throw back a few drinks, took an Uber home. And he says that's the last thing he remembers. But he ends up in this in this house, which is actually next door to his home. So why don't you describe how Mickey, his argument for getting him out of this. Mickey is a genius. Let me True. just say that. Just True. say that. Listen, first walks into the courtroom, throws down his L.A. Times article so that way the prosecutor <laughs> can see it. Good Casual one. conversation brings up the addresses, brings up the fact the place looks the same, brings up the fact that, listen, you can't bust somebody for breaking entering when he thought he's in his own house. And the prosecutor tries to play it tough like, well, mm -hmm. I don't think so. We're going to get him anyway. And he said, well, you know. I did a little drug test, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that's no big deal. It's too late for that. And he said, oh, no, it's not. Not if it's rohitinol, rohitinol. Yeah, I don't know. How, how the heck you say it? <laughs> and she said, oh, no, light bulb went on. 
And so he tells us plausible story of, well, what if he was drugged in the club on the way home and didn't know what he was doing? So how about you just dismiss this bad boy with some tiny little trespassing charge and we'll call it a day. She's, of course, reluctant, but the L.A. Times newspaper sitting right there with he's front and center says, you know, I might know a couple uh, people in the uh, media world that <laughs> might want to hear how you're busting a guy for going in the wrong house instead of the people that are drugging people. And lo and behold, the man is going home, going home. And 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 true or not, Mickey points out or says that there have been complaints about that particular restaurant, about people getting roofied. So. Again, I don't know the validity validity of that, but like you say, with with being in tight with the media, if you can start circulating yep. rumors, what the DA is not doing anything about that? They're not, you know, working on that. That looks bad on them. So yeah, he he uses his smarts, his charm, his composure. He gets the job done. So this client gets to go free. But we have an old client that resurfaces, Jesus Menendez. If you remember Detective Griggs from last season, they he actually ended up collaborating on several levels with Mickey, but he's, is he an RHD detective? I think so. I want to say yes, but. um. So, spoiler alert, they ended up working together to take down Judge Holder. So, they kind of butted heads a lot at first, um, but they ended up working together, and I think they have a mutual respect for one another. Well, if you also remember at the end of season two, Mickey was able to get the testimony of Glory Days, a prostitute who had been attacked by the real killer that Jesus Menendez has been accused of. And he was even convicted and sent to jail for being this killer. He's not the killer. Glory Days was attacked by the real killer, can identify this tattoo on his arm and the killer even it's not just that she believes that's him he tells her when he when he assaults mm-hmm. her he tells her oh yeah I'm, I'm the real one who got your friend martha renteria but glory days being the badass that she is she kicks him and gets gets away so it, it was a lot of i don't know hassle it was it was problematic trying to get her on the stand last year to finally give this testimony but when she did that was the the key to getting Jesus, an innocent man released from prison. So we're like, boom, success. This is great. But now Mickey learns from Detective Griggs that the LAPD is looking at charging him again. Apparently they are embarrassed about all the things that made them look bad in the habeas hearing for Jesus because they, they lied. They, they made some big mistakes and, you know, they've got egg on their face and I guess they're not happy about it. So they're looking at charging him again because, hey, they haven't found the real guy. If there's this real guy out there, they haven't found him. Cisco's been looking for him. The police have been looking for him. Can't find him. So what do you do? Apparently, you try to recharge the same guy again. Yeah, I don't like it. No. Mm-mm. So he, they actually have to um, call him in and they have an interview with Griggs. And Mickey's like, you know, we got this, the same situation. We, you know, we know you didn't do it. Just, just we got to go through the process, tell the truth, encourages them that's going to be okay. Well, there's some new information that Griggs has been able to ascertain. Why don't you tell us about that, Jay? These detectives always so slimy. And listen, Griggs probably a decent guy, but you know, he starts asking some normal questions. No big deal. 
Mm-hmm. Starts talking about the potential murder weapon, how it's a knife and five inches long and looks like this. And have you ever had a knife like that? No. Have you ever had any kind of knife ever in your whole entire life? Ever? And the dude says no. <laughs> like, dude, come on, man. I know you don't want to tell the cops, sure, I've owned 26 knives. But to say no, never, ever had one, only to find out that they interviewed his was his roommate yeah was roommate his roommate like two days prior and of course now we have a statement oh yeah you had this knife and matches the description and oh yeah i, I saw him toss it so that way he can't get co- oh my god and not only that the roommate says yeah he said he had this in case someone gets out of line right so you got, even got this that is... threat in there too but this is on mickey because should have never took him no you don't take him back to the police station you know you police want to talk to you, you come to me you know <laughs> oh man trusted that guy griggs mm. Mm, and mickey's livid he he's like why didn't you tell me this and it's the the age-old answer well i thought it would make me look bad is that yep. is that ever a good excuse I it's don't... not. And I and I have to tell you that if I'm ever accused of murder and I didn't do it, I'm uh-huh. just going to have to be like, yes, I've shot guns before. And yes, yeah. I've owned a knife. And mm-hmm. yes, I've harbored feelings of wanting to kill someone before because they made me mad. And I'm probably going to go to jail for it because I watch TV and they show you you should tell the truth no matter what. I don't know. Maybe it'll work out for you, man. I'm pulling for you. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pulling for you. Oh my gosh. So yeah, this, this is not looking good. And Jesus, he's, I mean, he's just, he's distraught uh, as you would imagine, but man, you you can't, if you, if they find out without you, that's a, that's the worst way for them to find out than you tell me. Can you imagine just for a second, right? I can't, I, I I don't know what it's like to be interrogated by the police Mm -hmm. and certainly not in a situation, but can you imagine like being busted in this big deal investigation <laughs> you, you use the word distraught right yeah you if you did kill the guy and you slipped up you can be like oh super distraught but i feel like if you didn't kill the guy and yeah. you just slipped up so bad that now the spotlight is firmly on you yeah i think more than distraught you're like it's over I, yeah I done screwed up yeah like I, I despair. I, I mean, I don't even. Yeah, know no, that's the word a better word. Yeah. That that is a better word. Yeah. So think things aren't looking good for our man Jesus Menendez. So that is that is unfortunate. We thought that was a big win um, last season, and now it's it's back in the game. So let's shift gears and talk a little bit about where Mickey is with Maggie at the, his his first wife, Maggie Lorna. To remind everyone who. I'm sure you know, it's his second wife, but Maggie's the one that he shares daughter Haley with. And you can tell, we learned last season, they're very close. They're very fond yep. of each other. They they can almost make it work. They definitely make it work for Haley, that that part. Right. And they feel like you can almost make it work together, but then it seems like their jobs get in the way sometimes mm-hmm. and their, their passion for their jobs. And they're on different sides, you know, Maggie being prosecutor, working for the district attorney's office. And and Maggie on and uh, Mickey on the defense side. So you know th- there's there's a problem right from the get go. Yep. You know, and now but, bigger animosity. Yeah. Mm. So if we, I mean, looking back at Jesus's case, in order for Mickey to reveal and and have the 
appropriate information revealed about the mistakes of the LAPD and how they were falsifying um, information about Jesus, it ends up that same detective, Detective Langford, played by Jamie McShane, who great actor. We love seeing him in things. Boy, did he play a mm-hmm. bad guy last year. He just, we didn't like him. Just, <laughs> ugh, he rubbed us the wrong way. And it turns out he, you know, he w- he was rotten. He, he had lied. So anyways, he was working with Maggie on a big case about uh, human trafficking. And so that completely discredited him. When he became discredited in the Jesus Menendez case, it completely discredited him in her case. And she was pulled off of her case. It was not good for her. And she ended up getting moved to the Van Nuys office. And she she pretty much blamed it on Mickey, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she there was a uh, there was a lot of yelling, a lot of anger. It, it was just did not look good. And and they come so close last season to feeling like they were on a road to reconciliation and making it work. So it was a real disappointment. So we're like, well, that's over. But yeah, we see them this season. They're at a restaurant. They're talking about Haley, catching up on how things are going with her and her new school. You know, they always tend to flirt. And, you know, they kind of tease each other and they just, again, they, they seem to make it work for Haley. So I don't know, would you call that water under the bridge? Is it going to happen again? I don't know. There's some trepidation there. Probably yeah. will remain no matter what. Yeah. The tough situation. But as, 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 as nice as they seem to be getting along at this dinner, he, they're at this new restaurant, I think called Elysian. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's a new restaurant that Mickey's heard about and they're trying out the food. They're talking. She's giving him a hard time about all his press. He's getting his phones ding, 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 ding from the LA Times, you know, Mr. Media. Mm-hmm. So she's giving him a hard time about that, but she's also getting frustrated with it too. Like there's a lot of interruptions, you know, and they're trying to talk. So, and um, they talk a little bit about who she's dating. Of course, he makes, he teases her a little bit about that, gets the name wrong. And I, you know, he's just trying to needle her, you know, and tease her. Um, So that's kind of fun. And she takes it well. But after the continued interruptions, and then someone, a waiter or server brings over a bunch of complimentary food (laughs) for the Lincoln lawyer, you know, she's just kind of like, you know. She's been demoted. He's getting all this press and all these cases and high profile stuff. And she's just like, this is just kind of enough. And she she leaves. You know, you saw what made her snap. It wasn't it wasn't his career's going off, hers kind of downhill. It's he got the free food and she no, didn't. No, I, oh, she's saying, no. mad. Yeah, no, it she was wants the, food. the free food. It's all about free food. Nobody cares about <laughs> anything else. It's all about the free, especially if it's, you know, an up and coming, fancy, kind of cool, trendy restaurant and you get yeah. 17 plates of whatever the heck they put on it. <laughs> Shoot, yeah. I'd have walked out too. I walk out on you, Tracy. You get, <laughs> they're like, oh, look, it's a podcast lady. And they brought you all this. Food. I'd be like, I'm out of here. I'm done. I don't want to ever talk. To you again there goes the podcast oh man yeah it was the food that was the last straw just in just the way they brought it over and for the lincoln you know she's like okay I, I, late night i gotta go but he stays and enjoys that food he starts digging in right away you know he likes it and then he meets the chef he hasn't even realized she's ridiculous. the chef at first ridiculous i don't i don't have any words for this whole <laughs> set of circumstances whatever <laughs> i love those situations where it's like Oh, please compliments to the chef or, you know, 
the owner oh i'm the chef i'm the right. you know right. i love those Me little up. faux pas you know it's like come on but she begins the flirt game with him right away too she says it's her hostess that recognized him but do you buy that no no <laughs> no because you notice a guy waiter maitre d whoever the guy was brings over the food and she comes over and blames it on some hostess that we've never seen before <laughs> like come dude how about i saw you come in i recognized you the lincoln lawyer you're like pretty hot stuff right now hand your hot stuff in front of me how about some free food and uh we'll get to talk talking a little bit yeah come on yeah. what the heck yeah i don't know that i i buy the whole the hostess recognize you i i did i did question that from the get-go but yeah she's flirting it up with him she is apparently a great chef i mean i will give her that he 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 likes the food but she says hey mate, why don't i give you a tour i'll give you a tour of the place let's put your food aside we'll put it away so it stays fresh i'll give you a tour around so she's just you know taking an opportunity to get to know him better get stay with him she shows him around the outside of the restaurant it is really pretty lit up and outdoor seating and she's got an herb garden she she's impressed with that she talks mm. about her cilantro gives him a taste i think mm. of the cilantro i think he's a fan of cilantro but i think he's also a fan of her and her flirting because she just moves a little further down and oh oops here this is my place she lives the restaurant mickey, mickey is slipping crazy mickey is slipping. he's slipping you know listen okay i'm sorry to interrupt the story no. of, of this but but listen Dude's got his fame and fortune going on. He is slipping because makes the mistake of letting his client go to the police station to talk to Griggs. And now he's <laughs> falling for the free food trick. And you want to take the tour. Yeah. Come Mickey, <laughs> Mickey. Come on, man. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. So yeah, she, this, this restaurant, we end up learning. Yeah. Has, was her home and then become the restaurant or it's just all one it's all there together so they flirt a little bit more they end up spending the night together at her place and he still didn't finish the food i mean he didn't get very far with the food but he got far with her so but the next morning he does collect his food he wakes up she's not there she's next door back at the restaurant cooking up some good breakfast and i gotta tell you jay i love breakfast food are you a breakfast food person yes I yes. love good breakfast yes. food. So mm, it did It did look good, which he was whipping up there. But he wakes up and hears this jackhammering construction going on. And he makes his way over to the restaurant and talk to her. What's going on here? And she's like, oh, I have to deal with that every morning. She goes into this guy. His name is Mitchell Bondurant. And he's, you know, gentrification, taking over the neighborhood, building more and more and more. And she's not happy about it. We end up learning that she has participated in some protests about it. Yep. She even carries food, some uh, food from the restaurant down the street to where some other folks are gathered protesting when she says goodbye to Mickey. So um, what else do they talk about over this uh, breakfast? Can you think of anything else that we want to point out? No, I think that's good. Yeah, she's she's not happy about the the building going on. He does like the breakfast. He she pulls out his food from last night, so now he has leftovers for tonight that he gets to share with Haley. Still got more free food. The food, the food, the food, and this is making me hungry. This podcast is making me hungry. <laughs> well, that's funny because watching that episode, because <laughs> they're eating like the whole darn episode eating food, and like golly. yes, yes, yes. 
So, you know, they, they, they shared a fun time together. He learns a little bit about her. She learns a little bit about him. Then she shows up at his office and his first assumption is that she's like maybe stalking him or just can't be away yeah. from him very long. Mm, creepy. She's like, no, 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 no. That, that's not who I am. That's not what I do. But yeah, he's a little caught off guard. And uh, it turns out that um, she's had a temporary restraining order taken out on her. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that the big bad man has somehow found a way to get a restraining order against her because apparently she's been at his office and was causing ruckus and blah, 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 blah. So she's got to now stay 300 feet away from this guy. Mm -hmm. But his Mm -hmm. office is on the way to her farmer's market that she she, goes to. Everything where she lives, where she goes. Yeah. She's kind of, and uh, he has to eventually explain to her, no, as long as you're home or traveling to and from, you can't mm-hmm. enforce it. However, don't be walking into his office building. Mm-hmm. No, can't do that. And and this is where she does admit that she has protested the, the neighborhood development some as well and expressed some outrage on social media. So he's learning, oh, she's more upset about this whole deal then then maybe she let on initially but he says i you know i can help with this this is my area so she heads on her way and maggie has a friend named andy so she's a little just kind of irritated from i guess from the dinner the night before and she meets up with a friend who's still in the downtown office for the district attorney i think her name is andy andrea Andy for short, Freeman. And she just has her come over for a drink after yoga class. And she just kind of confides in her a little bit about her cases keep being taken. And we see that happen actually in Maggie's office. She actually stops to like a clerk and says, oh, give me this file. I need that back. And they're like, oh, it's been taken to downtown to major crimes, you know. And apparently this is not the first time that this has happened. So Maggie's discouraged. You know, she. It, it's very interesting to see her in this place after last season because she you know she had like this power job you know she seemed to have it was it somebody knew what she was doing confident and now it's completely flipped turned and and mickey mickey was trying to earn his way back in last season you know from the drug abuse and recovery and you know he was torn all torn up about jesus menendez but he works his way up gets him free so it's just it's like their roles are kind of reversed yep, it's just odd have turned. it's odd you know what's that. interesting to me about her situation though what's that i you know a prosecutor it's i don't know if that's really like a government job right but you're you're there for the people for the city for the state we are federal for the country whatever mm-hmm. It kind of boggles my mind you would do this to someone, kind of shuffle them around, take stuff away, kind of like yeah. slap them in the face. Because yeah. don't you need this person at the top of their game to make sure like yeah. they're still pe- putting people away? It's it's weird to me that you would punish someone so pivotal to your ultimate mission. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. No, you're right. I agree. So, yeah, they talk, you know, Andy's like, make some suggestions. Why don't you go to maybe San Francisco or a different town? And, you know, but she can't just uproot Haley again. There's just, she's just kind of stuck in her situation, I think is what, is what she feels like. So so it's good that her friend was listening to her, but you know, not a lot of, uh, not too much wisdom (laughs) from that, but back at home, Mickey does get a little bit of wisdom 
from Haley. He's sharing the leftovers from Lisa's restaurant with Haley. Haley's impressed. She likes the food. And she sees that her dad's down. Okay. So he's, you know, living large with all this press and stuff. But this Jesus Menendez thing has got him down. This has really Mm -hmm. brought him down. And they talk a little bit about that. And she gives him some advice that he gave her when she was even younger in school and just super stressed about school all the time. And he told her, just why don't you focus on what's right in front of you? Like just sort of not put the blinders on, I guess, but just, you know. Yep. One step at a time. Yeah. One step at a time. Narrow your focus. Don't try to manage it all at once. Um, She also does take the opportunity to tease him about his magazine cover because her mom has shared that with her. So he gets some teasing (laughs) about that again. But, you know, he seems he he likes her advice. So, you know, he's going to he's going to give that a try. But they do have a special relationship. I like the time that they spend together. And she seems like she's doing okay with her new school. And she's looking at some new hobbies. It sounds like she's interested in horseback riding now. He has a friend that does that. But Jay, oh, Jay, I know this one cuts deep for you. She wants to give up the soccer. I know. What What the heck is going on here? Yeah. Jay's for soccer horses? coach, guys. He's Come on, big man. into soccer. Yeah. yeah I know this one hurts you. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see how yeah. long it lasts. We'll see if she makes the, the shift or not. But yeah, it's like, oh. Jay is not going to like this part. Yeah, I I caught that right away. Just shook my head, threw something at my TV. No big deal. (laughs) Not too much. Well, let's talk a little bit, catch up a little bit with Lorna and Cisco. So they're engaged. They're planning a wedding. Again, we talked about how busy Lorna is. She's just got, she's got so many irons in the fire, working very hard. She's still successful at what she's doing. I don't know. She's kind of like Mickey. She can really, really juggle things. But we just get little hints that Cisco is being a little evasive. You think that's a good wow, word? Wow, that is very nice of you. He's being downright shady. <laughs> shady. Downright shady. <laughs> and she's so dang busy that each time yeah. he says something shady, she's just like, okay, I know you said something, but uh, whatever, blah, blah, because the trust is there. But, dude, you are shady. What, what are you doing, Cisco? Call me, man. We'll work this out because, no, you can't do it like this. Mm-mm. No, it, it's uh, we we have to assume that it has something to do with the road saints, you know, because at yep. the end of last season, he lets Teddy, the leader or president, whatever the role you call it, head of the road saints, lets him know that he wants to fulfill his debt. Any debt he owes to for leaving the motorcycle club, he wants to fulfill that because, you know, Mickey's been doing pro bono work for them. He's yep. like, nope, I will take care of it. They have a little private conversation. And last thing we see is Cisco riding off on his motorcycle to who knows where. And I mean, I know I was a little unnerved at the end of the season. Like, what is Teddy asking him to do? Right. You know, so I'm still a little unnerved. Like what what's going on? Because the fact that he's not being like straight up front with Lorna is is concerning. You know, yeah, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like that either. So yeah. um, we're going to have to see where that goes and explore that uh, some more. But that that is making me nervous. So and and the one of the latest things they're trying to do is track down glory days because, you know, Jesus Menendez got the bad news that his roommate said he did have that knife and threw it in the river. So now they got to use everything they have, yeah. you know, in his defense to say, OK, he had this knife he didn't tell us about, but he didn't do it. And this this is an eyewitness to the real killer. Again, still don't have this real killer. That's their that's their, you know, their next step. And they don't know where Glory Days is. Apparently she's changed her phone number. So 
Dang it. Not good. Come on, lady. So Mickey heads home and uh, I sent something coming right away the way he walked onto his deck. You know, we got a big moment here. I didn't sense everything and we can talk. We can explore that a little bit more. But um, go ahead, Jay. Just run with it. It's nighttime. It is bad news. That's what it is. Yeah. How about you get a guy off of breaking and entering and you walk into your house to that guy just chilling? Yeah. Man, if there's nothing else that happened in that scene, that's enough for me to know that this dude is bad news. Oh, yeah. If they hadn't had any conversation, you just saw that it was him. You're like, oh. this is not good. This is not good. But it, it goes from bad to worse to oh, my unspeakable. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad to 180 <laughs> in uh, 3.8 seconds. Yeah. Oh, Russell. So Russell Lawson is sitting on his deck and looking different too he doesn't look as nerdy he's done his glasses oh on. yeah no glasses hair's a little slick back kind of mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. suddenly we went from nerdy accountant financial guy to cool dude that is about to make some demands mm-hmm. and well that's ultimately what he does because we find out as he slowly takes off his jacket or his whatever he was wearing yeah he's got like a little leather jacket on or something yeah, takes it off we see a Pretty little tattoo there on his left arm. and That distinctive tattoo. It's revealed this is not just some guy that broke into some house accidentally. This is a guy with a complete masterminded plan to come after Mickey. Mm -hmm. Because he committed that crime to get on Mickey's radar. Mm -hmm. Because Mickey was already looking for him. Yeah. Because he's the guy. He's, he's Martha Renteria's killer. He's the one that attacked Glory Days. She's the one who recognized that tattoo. This is that guy. And I just I just have to wonder how many things like flooded through Mickey's brain as this all came out. Like, first, why is Russell Lawson on my porch? Right. Why does he look different? Right. Why is he acting different? Oh, my God. Now he's this, you know, it just and yeah, it just that the evil mastermind, like you said, of weaseling his way into becoming a client attaching himself in a legal relationship that that cannot be denied and furthermore we didn't mention that he called and made a he was apparently so happy with mickey's services (laughs) that he made made you know paid a five thousand dollar retainer payment to to have mickey on retainer because this guy's good i'm gonna i'm gonna keep him you know, available to me, which kind of makes sense. Mickey, he worked his oh, magic, yeah, you know, yeah. nobody really, you know, questioned that, but oh boy, now we do. And then not only that, with the masterminding, he even admitted that he roofied himself. <laughs> right. This guy, <laughs> this guy did it all. Yeah. And listen, he did it all in the right way for a bad guy. Like if yeah. you're going to be a good bad guy to get something done, he did it all right. I mean, oh, yeah. He was very thorough. Yes. (laughs) Very thorough. Uh, Very thorough. And and like researched, made sure he understood everything was smart enough to mention the retainer to so the confidentially Mm -hmm. was brought up and could freely say, Hey, I I kill people and there's nothing you can do about it. And then to continue on, like if you try to break this confidentiality, not only do you get disbarred, lose your job, get sued, blah, 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 blah. You know, subtle hints. 
then he's aware of a family too. So it's, oh yes, uh, mm-hmm. and and without so much as a straight out threat, because that would allow the confidentiality clause to maybe go out the window. But mm-hmm. man, he's he's got Mickey by the balls. Oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, he's right. got all the bases covered. He has thought this out meticulously, and you know, think of all the planning he's done with this. And then this is just all getting thrown at Mickey at once. I just, I just can't imagine what's going through his head. But you can see the horror on his face. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Mickey yep. knows everything he's saying is true, and uh, you know you can't, you know, I can't threaten your family, but I know you have a family, right? And oh, you know mm. you can't tell anybody about me, and and now Mickey can't really help his you know the the innocent client it's just oh it's just yeah. so bad yeah i like so, a good bad guy but this guy is despicable <laughs> he sure is he sure is and they got me i mean i i because mickey like we talked about earlier on he has helped so many clients just you know it's only taken a few days to kind of get things wiped away just you know minor i don't know minor offenses misdemeanors whatever you want to call them you know, they just kind of brushed it, you know, brushed it yep. away under the rug. And it's just it just seemed like another one of those cases. They they played that so well. Yep, Not so, so simple anymore. I mean, I did sense that someone was going to be there when when he walked on the deck. Just you have those feelings that someone's watching or whatever. But I didn't I didn't think it would be him. Nope. But as soon as he I don't know, I'm trying to remember. It's hard to go back to when you watch it the first time, but. As soon as he recognized that it was someone, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be that guy. You know, because I was kind of like, I don't know, some something triggered in me that it might be him. But it, it took me like it's like I'm going in slow motion. Right, you know, it's starting right. to boom, ba boom, mm. ba boom, hitting me. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? So, I, oh, I just felt so horrible at the end of that episode. But I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is such clever writing. He basically Terrible. traps him. Yep. He traps him. Terrible. So, but yeah, I just I, I didn't. I I love to hear from folks. Tell us, write us, not guilty at so many shows.com. Did you see this coming? You know, how how quickly did you put this together? I'd love to know because I don't know if I'm just easily fooled or but it it got me. Who nobody nobody thought that nerdy (laughs) financial bankruptcy get get out of here. Wow. But then of course you you go back and you're like, what was he wearing? Oh, in the jail he had long sleeves uh, under his you know, jail scrubs or whatever and then oh when he's in the yeah oh yeah when he comes into yeah when he yeah so yeah you start putting it together you know about the sleeves and everything it just all starts to make sense but um Mm -hmm. so we we end up he's got this horrible impossible situation with russell lawson he's got maybe a new girlfriend that's has a restraining order seems a little client (laughs) yeah what do we call her complicated something yeah 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 and I, I don't, I don't completely trust her either. I, I don't, I don't know. I guess that's, we usually do a cross-examination segment after we talk about the episode. So I guess we're kind of moving into that portion. But one of my questions was for you was, do you, do you trust her? That's funny. Cause that was one of my questions <laughs> for you. It sounds like neither one of us trusts her. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I'm getting right. that impression. Something's not adding up for me. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, but boy, that actress, you know, Lana Perea has a lot of fans, a lot of fans, big fan. Were you a once upon a time watcher? I was not. Okay. I mean, she's been in so many things, but that, you know, that was, I know one of the huge ones. And I did, I did watch that for a good while. So just like Nev Campbell, there are whole 
fandoms and oh, like sure. probably websites yeah. and Twitter yeah. feeds, you know, dedicated to her. So um, it's pretty cool that they got her to play this role. And I think she's 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 doing a great job. She's very striking. You know, she is attractive. She she does have that flirt thing going on, but you just can't quite put your mm-hmm. finger on where mm-hmm. she is. Yeah, she's things. still a mystery. Yeah, she's still a mystery. So, um, yeah, and I wanted to ask you about, you know, how quickly you put it together with Russell Lawson. So we talked about that. Are there any other questions you have for me about the episode? Am I going to distrust Cisco the whole darn time? Were you disappointed? I was disappointed. I was. I I, was. You know, you get back into a season after a while and you remember bits and pieces about the previous season, but you remember like who some of your cooler characters were, your favorite yeah, characters. Yeah. Would have, I really like that guy and right I off know. the bat. He's a shady little dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Big dude. Well, yeah. yeah. I just, I was disappointed. I'm I'm sad to see him like this. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's very uncomfortable. Oh, and we did we did uh, skip over one part with, with Lorna. She is going to do practice clinic with Mickey. And so she hasn't told Cisco about this, but she learned she has to get a form oh, signed yep. by that that dean that made mm-hmm. unwanted advances mm-hmm. to her when, and, yeah, and, and was the reason good. that she yep. quit law school the first yep. time. Yeah, real scumbag. So now she's got to, she hasn't confronted him yet to get this form signed, you know, and it seems like, oh, you're just getting a form signed, but she's got to come face to face with him. And uh, so that, speaking about things that make me uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable for her. Yeah. That she has to deal with that. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable about Cisco being shady. Um, love them as a couple. You know, he's so big, she's so tiny. There's just so many cute like opposing things about them they just make this great couple i i think they have some good magic and so it's hard thinking that there may be problems ahead for them or so yeah i don't i don't like that it's kind of like i said it's kind of hard seeing maggie in this situation i mean we thought mickey was in a great situation now we're feeling (laughs) bad for him all right i think it did um what's going on with izzy did she did she mention in, in this episode that she's been seeing her girlfriend again? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So so maybe yes. there's something promising on that. Maybe something's good's happening for someone. I don't know. That her, her girlfriend has um been sober or is is um in recovery. So I, I don't know. But yeah, there's a lot of and we know somewhere along the line that Mickey gets beat to a pulp. Yeah, yeah, that's my only other question is what is that tied to? Which thing? Yeah. Yeah. When when does that happen? Because uh yeah, we we haven't we've seen it, but we haven't really seen it. (laughs) So um yeah, so that was a great start though. I mean, I love the music, the vibe, just seeing him in the beginning, getting all that media attention and stuff. Is yeah, it was it was fun. I, I think this show is just it's some really serious, like dark crimes and things but they managed to keep it fun and like just lively yeah. i guess it's something yeah. very lively about this show yeah i i think you know if you think about it you have an hour to bring people back you know show's been gone a while sure people are excited flip it on can you reintroduce everyone can you make it all interesting mm-hmm. can you make it riveting and can you make us at the end say, oh, my God, I got to keep watching? I think <laughs> yes. it checks all the boxes. It checks all the boxes. Yeah, success for sure. Well, another thing you can do, guys, with the email, let us know if you have any specific questions about this episode, because we are going to be able to talk to Ted and Dalen and maybe some other folks 
as well about specific episodes. We we tacked that onto the end of most of our podcast episodes last season. I'm not sure if it's going to be the exact same format or timing, but we are going to get that information. I don't know if it'll come as a separate, some separate podcast episodes or in conjunction um, with, with episodes going forward, but definitely get those questions because we can, we can find out, we can, we can get some of that inside scoop. So definitely let us know if you have any specific questions uh, right now about season two, episode one. All right, Jay, you ready for a game? No, I'm worried about my self-esteem now. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're back to that. Okay, so I have 12 words that are related to the legal world. So they're like legal law terminology, okay? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> That's the one I know. <laughs> There's 12 of them. Yes. If yes. you, But if you get 10 okay. of the 12, yes. then I say your self-esteem should be fully intact well yeah because okay. 10 out of 12 is pretty good yeah yeah and that's it's a win i think i mean we've been friends for a long time i think you're a winner no matter what happens but oh, let's set I'm gonna let's, get three of 12 now <laughs> let's set that as the benchmark i love okay? this setup okay so there's 12 words yes they all relate to the legal world they all yes. begin with a different letter yes. so i'm going to give you a word okay and then i'm going to give you mm, five to seven seconds to give me another legal term that begins with the same letter. Oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God. But this is this is good practice because we're getting back into the Lincoln lawyer. And so we've got to, we've got to, you know, get familiar with this terminology again, learning new words and remembering old words. And so it's a good, it's a good brain exercise. Oh, so Lord. for instance, just in case it's not clear, if we're talking about foods and I give you the yep. word apple, then you got to give me another a food apricot right i got i got the game okay. but now okay. i'm like um <laughs> okay oh god um mickey i apologize <laughs> for my lack of uh <clears throat> lawyer knowledge okay all right yes. are we ready let's go yes. number one arraignment does arrears count tell make an argument you're to within five, what? within seven seconds. Just no, tell me. You got a financial thing with the judge. You could have things in arrears that you still okay. have to take care of. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. It's probably iffy, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay. Hearing. Fudge sticks. <laughs> uh, the only thing that's coming to my mind is holding cell, and that's not really... Uh law that's more uh, probably I would, police i would say i'm going to give you half on that okay because you got it right on the buzzer and i know i would i would take that anything like law and order kind of you know terms so it was technically and yes past- people i could have google up or be using my phone but i try to do things legit so he, this stupidity yeah. that you hear is legit i don't know that works first i don't know that you could google that fast but also jay loves games so he's not gonna mess around and like cheat that just wouldn't be fun for him all right number three yes discovery deposition nice judge jury nice bail man i'm totally lost on a b word i I got nothing okay bailiff bond Uh, well i was gonna say bailiff but i thought that would be cheating um oh bond's a good one dang that's a good one all right courtroom counselor 
nice files. Budge, man, this is way harder than it should be. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can keep trying if you want. No, no, just move on. Move on. Felony, maybe. Oh, dang you. It's a lot easier for me. I've been thinking about this game all day, obviously. Okay. Gavel. Guilty. Nice. Interview. Ooh. Um, I got nothing. I? Come on, man. There's not that many I words in the world to begin with. Um, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I got another maybe interrogation. Oh, here you go. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got three more. Well, hey, man, I feel like I've been <laughs> doing this for two hours. <laughs> Witness, oh, god. Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, people are gonna listen to this and be like, dude, that's so easy. There's all these words. <laughs> I don't even have one that comes to mind right away. Come you come for you. that. Um, I don't know, maybe something like welfare or probably some for the welfare of something. Know, probably, don't know. Um, all right. Exculpatory. <laughs> um oh my lord. E. Give me an uh, E word. <laughs> Equality. That's not a lawyer word. We could fudge that, but escrow um, maybe. Escrow. That's a good one. That's a good one. Good job. God. All right. Last one. Yes. Verdict. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Victim. Nice, nice. See, you got it under the wire. Okay, so you got like seven, maybe. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six and a half. We'll round up to seven. How about that? That's terrible. That's (laughs) 56%. I will say, I think I've told you this before. Well, I know with like the trivia that I do for, for some other shows, I always worry that I'm making it too easy. So I wonder if I do that with this too. Like, like I was worried that I'd make the game too easy and end up making it too hard, but you know, it was fun. No, right? there's no such thing as too hard. Okay. That's good. No, I'm, okay. I like that because you just sit here thinking like <laughs> a word that starts with E, you know, 3000 words that start with E, but in this <laughs> present moment, you can't come up with one Jay. Now here's no. what will be fun. Like I said, if we, get some folks who also like to play games that want to come on the podcast what would be super fun is if i gave you the word then you had to come up with one and then the other person had to come up with one but then if you could keep going back and forth you would go back and forth um, the and we would take turns with that is we would take turns though who started one of us would end up killing you <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah, i thought it was fun but yeah it yeah. would be fun if you had another person cuz you would you'd go back and forth and then whoever could not come up with one, and then we would yeah either that or because you're under the gun. It, I think the added stress makes your brain shut off a little bit anyway. But yeah. even if it's just the first to blurt one, to out, shout it out, yeah, 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 yeah that would be yeah, good. because then you're gonna get mad at your co-contestant <laughs> contestant too. Like you're too fast. You're too put, fast. Put down Google. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for playing. I appreciate it. Oh, golly, stressful. All right. So that's. 
episode one, season two. Episode one. Ta-da. Anything else from you, Jay? For $50 million. <laughs> oh, gosh. What color is Lorna's phone case? It's kind of a teal green. Oh, I think I have to give it to you. What do you say? What do you say it is? I think it's a little more blue, but you did. Well, teal is a blue green. Okay. Yeah. $50 million. What am I going to do? I don't know, but uh, Mr. Connolly will wire that to your account uh, (laughs) in the coming weeks. Oh, I'm glad you you got him to sign off on that. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, good stuff, uh, guys. Follow us at so many shows.com. Hear about lots of other shows as well. We'll be doing Bosch again when they come out in the fall is the latest that we've heard. Everybody Counts podcast. But all the shows, all the different podcast names fall under the one feed. So many shows. So wherever you look for your podcast, look for so many shows and you'll see us in there. All right. I think that's it. Thanks, everybody. See you. See you.